Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report, a brand new show for a brand new day. Wednesday, Day, November 15th, the year's 2023. That's the year of Larry. Hear your names. Mr. Brown, Mr. White, Mr. Blonde, Mr. Blue, Mr. Orange, Mr. Pink. Why am I Mr. Pink? Yeah. It's Eddie's new nickname. Mr. Pink? Mr. Pink. Why am I Mr. Pink? Because you're wearing a pink hat. I don't have a pink hat on. You're wearing a pink it's hat. It's not a pink. It's burgundy. Well, it's burgundy. been through the wash a couple yeah, times. It's old. That's the case. It's not pink. You want to give all hail? All hail, Larry? <laughs> it's Lawrence Tierney. Lawrence Tierney. Classic American sure. character actor Good Lawrence Tierney. Tierney. You know what scene that was from? That was from Reservoir Dogs. That was indeed. Yes. It is right to give Larry Tierney thanks and praise, just like it's right for you guys to be joining us here today on The Ralph Report. The Ralph Report. So much gravy. That's right. Too much. So much gravy. We had a little gravy incident during Tongue Twister Tuesday yesterday, and it was just so much (laughs) gravy. So much. Speaking of gravy... Yeah. I'd like to announce that once again, we welcome back our sponsor, Dickie LaRue. Oh, Dickie. Dickie's back on board sponsoring the show. The Ralph Report is brought to you by listeners like you and Dickie LaRue's Garmin Gravy. This holiday season, make sure to reach around for the gravy that's made the old-fashioned way. Fresh squeezed and made by hand. (laughs) Garmin Gravy, now in Jack Daniels flavor. Yeah. So go out there and get yourself some Dickie LaRue brand Garmin gravy. I'm good. It's the gravy I endorse. You want some Garmin gravy? I do not. Well, too bad. You're getting Do it. not reach around and give me any gravy. I told, I told Tracy to pour it all over your Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, I do not. You're going to ruin Thanksgiving for everyone that way. Thanks to the uh, good folks there at Dickie LaRue Enterprises for their <laughs> continued support of the Ralph Report. Uh, the Lawrence Tunis are Lawrence this week. Yeah, you bailed on Lawrence. It turns out that uh, Larry Kasdan... Was uh, already. Done. I was right. You were right. I was we, correct. We had already done Larry. Yes, Larry Kasdan, and now we're on to Larry Tierney. Eddie was right. Classic American actor. Yes, Larry Tierney. Larry Tierney, who got into a fist fight with Quentin Tarantino on the set of Reservoir Oh, he did. Dogs I didn't know that. And was fired from the film. I didn't know that because he punched Quentin Tarantino. Oh, I'm sure. Which I'm sure a lot of people have wanted to do. I'm sure, it's crossed lots of people's minds over the years. But yes, uh, so no more Larry Kasdan this week. Eddie. Is right. mm. So rare. Soak it up. That I uh, have to play it. that. It's favorite. I don't even know why that soundbite is still even on the it board. Should be played more. But uh, well, if you were right, more, I am right. It'd be played more. So much more than you give me credit for. Thanks for joining us, kids. Let's get the introductions out of the way. I'm your old podcast pal. My name's Ralph Garman. Sitting here in the Batcave with me. The Rear Admiral himself, Sheriff of Ghost Town, Mayor of Myrtle Beach, victim of vandalism, mm. Yahoo of Yellowstone, he's the Dilf Pickle, he's Nipsey Muscle, he's Mr. Pink, he's... Holy God, 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 holy God
Board of Governors. Teddy Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo ho, Eddie. How are those Christmas decorations coming along? You digging them out? I got the, I got the tree. The tree is, it's not set up. It's still in the box, uh, but it's in the house now well, or in the apartment. Baby steps. Right. Got to walk free well, and run. The thing was, I, I was given the task to go into the garage to get, because we have, we have a bin full of uh, unopened Christmas presents that we've gotten at, <laughs> what? It's, it's a long story. Um. Some, we always get invited to, uh, every year, we like two, one or two uh, white elephant Christmas parties, you know? Great fun. Great fun. But a lot of times you get I'll gifts. I'll take that one. Give me that one. Right. And you just trade in, you stab people in the back, whatever. Yes. You make people cry. The true meaning of Christmas. Exactly. So we always get stuck with something like, you know, I don't want this, right? So you just... Well, how do you know you don't want it? It's, it's unwrapped. Well, no, you unwrap it, and oh, at the end oh. of the party, it receives what... It, well, that's how you make the trade. Oh, that's right. Okay. And then you... So these are all just items that you have, you have unwrapped right. and didn't care for. And Tracy's like, well, don't open those. We'll just take those to the next white elephant party next year. Oh. So we put them back into a bin, so we have this white elephant gift bin... Gotcha. ...in our garage. Gotcha. And so I was... The bin of crap. The bin of crap. And so that's why yesterday I was getting the stuff out of the garage to get the Christmas stuff out, because we had to find that bin, because we have a white Christmas party, a white elephant Christmas party uh, to go to the week after Thanksgiving. Ooh. So we were going to, going to go through the gifts of the ones we really don't want so we can take that to the White Elephant party. Super excited. That's why I was there getting the Christmas Or stuff. do you get something you really like for yourself and then wrap it in a way that you can identify it oh. and then make sure you get it at the end of the Still night? Still a risk because you draw straws at the beginning or draw a number at the beginning and if you're you know, you're not that last. The last person is the one who gets to choose, right? Yeah. Or is it the first but it, one? But it, you go it goes rounds. Back to the it, first. Goes, it goes rounds. You get rounds of it. So if you pick first, then you get to go all the way around. Yeah, right. right. So you, if you don't get that number one pick, then mm. you're kind of fucked because you're you. you're taking a risk losing your toy. Good point. So I would just buy it for myself and not share it. Yeah, I don't go to those <laughs> parties. It's just not for me. It's a lot of nonsense. I want uh, food and booze. Well, there's food and booze. Yeah, but you have to play it. Games and it's just wow, not for fun. me. You're I'm so a talking much. guy. Let's have a conversation. Well, Let's we're talk not. About we're not life. bound and gagged during no, the white elephant. Like, <laughs> oh, you took the you took the glass crystal decanter. <laughs> no one talks that way. Everybody. No talks one laughs that way. That way. The, not a fun. Especially activity. at my parties. It's dumb. So that's why I was. I had to get the bin of unwanted toys. Just get a bag of dildos. That's a great Everybody idea. gets a dildo. You always use a dildo. Yeah. See, if it was a sexy white elephant party, then I'd go. Oh, if it was go, all sure. sex toys and right. nipple clamps and stuff. That's the true Everyone's meaning of Christmas. Everyone's a winner there. Everybody's a winner. Flavored lubes. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Not the ones we had. Barbecue. Not the ones we had. <laughs> the good ones. The good flavors. Edible condoms. Right. All right. Speaking of mm -hmm. sex. Yeah. First of all, we got a great show for you today. Because on the counter, you want to know why? All the good stuff. We got uh, One Hit Wonder Wednesday lined up. We got your phone calls. We're going to take a look at Hello Death and see who passed away on this day. Some great entertainment news. All that lay ahead. But uh, speaking of sex, if you don't mind, before we get into the show, something caught my eye in the news having to do with sex. And uh, whenever that does, I like to share it with the Garmy in Sex in the News. Sex in the News. With amaranth, 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 amaranth. There you go. There we go. Yes. No, you're not familiar with amaranth. It's an alcohol? No, it's oh. a woman. Oh, amaranth. What's the difference? I'm amor amaranth. 
Amaranth. Amaranth. Amaranth. I think it's Amaranth. Amaranth. Anyway, she is she is the top streamer of Twitch of like one of them of all time. One of them of all time. Yes. Uh, I think she's the highest earning female on Twitch. Twitch streamer ever. Okay. Although they kicked her off the service. She's not on there What'd anymore. What'd she do? She got a little too uh, sexually suggestive, I think, with her content um, and crossed their, uh, uh, what do they call guidelines? it? Guidelines? POC? User guidelines? COB? COB. Oh, POC? COP? POCs. PCOP? PCP. KCOP? OCP. You know me. What is that called? OPP. You know me. Not OCP. OCP is a corporation from Robocop, right? I don't know. I anyway, they, they, whatever they call their 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 uh, operational right. rules and guidelines right. or whatever. Yeah, there's a, yeah. There's a thing for it. There's sure. A, there's an initialism something for that. Something of something. Yeah. yeah. So then she left. She went off. First, right. she started off as a cosplayer. She was a very popular cosplayer. Okay. Because she is, uh, like, reasonably attractive. Sure. With giant fake Well hands, endowed. Well course, endowed. Yes. And so she was on the internet doing all the cosplay stuff, all the nerd stuff, and the nerds loved her. Of course they did. So Twitch reached out and said, why don't you come on Twitch and do, like, cosplay tutorials Terms of service. Stuff. Terms of service. There it is. TOS. 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 That's what we're looking for. <laughs> and so she did that and became uh, wildly popular. Right. And then she started being a little too racy, so they kicked her off. And then she went on to OnlyFans. She was reported to have earned... $33 million on OnlyFans. My God. That was her reported earnings from OnlyFans. Well, some people have all the money. Well, if you have the boobs. I can't. I should get fake boobs. You should absolutely That's get fake boobs. such a good boobs. investment. I, am, I will pay if you will get fake boobs. Well, if I can get $33 million. on me. I'll do it. Uh, so anyway, she is a, a, an internet celebrity, let's say. A okay. streamer, adult content creator. Just Great. call her what you will. Sure. But she's also been building her brand by selling other stuff. Mm -hmm. Like she was selling her used bath water. Ew. She would get out of the bath uh. and then put the bath water in a jar uh. and sell it to you uh. so you could drink it. Uh, <laughs> You know, you got a big jar of her bath water. Oh, and you get to, dude. You get to guzzle it down, yeah. thinking that amaranth has been bathing in oh, that water. You know she peed a little in it. Um, what do you think a jar of her, uh, her bath, bath water, water was going Used for? Used bath water? I, 20 bucks? Bump that up just a hair? Oh, just a touch? 50. Want to keep going? Not 100. No, fuck off. That's not a number at all. Fuck off, that's the number. Everyone. $200 a Fucking jar. stupid. For her used bath oh, water. I hate society. If you wanted to be close to Amaranth's bath water. We're done. That's what it we're would just, cost you. We're stupid. Then she moved on. Yeah. To uh, her farts in a jar. Oh, come on. Because remember, there was that other right. internet sensation, that woman who was farting in jars and so selling them. So she got them. sick from trying to make herself fart so Because she ate so much roughage and so many gassy foods that she ended up in... In the, oh. She ended up in the hospital because she thought she was having a heart attack oh. because of all the gas-building <laughs> roughage that she was eating. Um, Amareth does not have that problem. She's got a company called Cutie Patooties. I see what happens. Cutie Patooties. I don't know if you get it or not. I got it. Cutie Patooties. Cutie Patooties. Toot. Another word for fart. Yes, got it. Toot. Tooties. 
Toot. Toot. Ease. Got it. I don't think you understand. Absolutely have it. See, toot is another nope. is a euphemism for uh, fart. I put it in my suitcase. I'm taking it with me. I got it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm checking that luggage. And so she, you would get a jar of her toots, uh-huh. and you'd get one of her hairs. Ew. And, from uh, where? From her head. She's a, she's a redhead. I don't know if she's a real redhead or not, okay. but she's it's famously like ass hair. Is it famous flaming redhead? I don't think she has any hair on her ass. We don't know. Not for the photos I've seen. <laughs> um, what do you think if for a maid to order toots? What do you think uh, you're paying if for you're a an toot? A, if you're an amaranth, and a piece fan, of her hair, yeah, a, stra- a strand of her hair, and a made to order toot in an autograph <laughs> jar. By the way, she autographs. Is it, the strand too. of hair inside the toot? It is. It's inside the jar with the toot. It's all. It's a. It's a package deal. <laughs> It's okay. like, you know, it's like when you go to a fast food restaurant, right. you get the combo. <laughs> you get the you get the stray hair toot combo from Amaranth. What do you think that's for? Okay. Uh, well, if the if the bathwater costs 200 a jar. Now, I like the way you're thinking. You see, you're using some logic right, here. Right, there's no effort in that. Right, right? that's just... That's just, that's just scooping out bathwater. Bathe water. and scoop, right. as we used to say back in the minor leagues. <laughs> back in the old bathwater factory. <laughs> <laughs> The old bathing scoop. So, okay, that takes no effort. So it's this one, she's got to fart and pluck out hair. Right. And then... It's a lot of work. $500. It can't be. be. $1,000 off per jar. No. $1,000? $1,000. For a fart and a strand of hair. You got it. So, anyway, business is good. But she is now in league... She's joining forces with another company to uh, expand her brand, as they say. She is working with a Polish beer company called the Order of Yanni. Okay. And they make beer using vaginal bacteria. Nope. No. No. (laughs) Vaginal bacteria. Come on. Now, even Amaranth seems to be a little uh, confused on the details here because she published a story saying they were going to make beer from her vaginal yeast (laughs) using her yeast to to actually brew the beer. But it turns out that's not the case. This is not the way to start a show. I did a little research. The company, again, called The Order of Yanni. That is a Polish beer company. Uh, They explain the science of how they use vaginal bacteria to uh, flavor their beers. I don't care to know the science. A gynecologist collects a vaginal smear from the model in question. It's the Hippocratic Oath, somehow. These smears are taken to a laboratory where bacteria are isolated, cleansed. Now, does he have permission to take these smears? Yes, they, they work with models. So you can, I'm, I'm assuming you can order... There's not some underground black market schmear fest going on. You think there's a uh, an OBGYN who's selling his rubber gloves out the back door? I, that's what it sounds that's like. That's not what it sounds like at all. Uh, the bacteria is isolated, cleaned, analyzed, and multiplied. At the end of the process, the bacteria that has been grown is used to produce the pure lactic acid Ew. that goes into Yanni beer. Gross. Uh, the, the essence of the woman is contained in the lactic acid bacteria of the sensuous women, and then it is uh, used to make a beer that is also flavored with champagne yeast, wheat malts, and exclusive additives that give it its delicious taste. The composition is enhanced with the use of the lactic acid from the vaginal bacteria to bring, bring pleasure to every sip. So you're having just a little bit of the model in, in question no. when you're drinking the no. the order of the Yanni beer. No. 
And so now she's going into business with them. She's going to uh, give them her vaginal bacteria, yeah. and they're going to crank out some beers <laughs> with her unique flavor no. portrait Ew. in each beer. No. So you can, you can get her bath water, you can get her jar of farts, and now you can also get her vaginal bacteria oh, beer. Oh, oh. Sounds like a munch and Monday. No. Sounds like a munch and Monday no, to me. does not. I don't drink. She says uh, people will buy it for sure. I don't know if they'll actually drink it. I mean, they'll probably drink it, <sighs> she says. Yeah, they will. And she's probably right. Somebody's probably drank that bath water. Ugh. Doesn't say what the uh, number is on the, uh, beer? On the vagina beer. But that's probably less because it's mass produced. That's what I'm, I'm thinking. guessing. Although it sounds like a lot of intensive scientific work has yeah, to they go probably just into make a it. beer and then then fucking stick the rubber glove in there and that's, pull it out. You weren't listening to a word. They're not I doing said. all that shit. The bacteria had to be isolated. They ain't isolating shit. It has to be cleansed. They're wringing out the glove over top of the fucking <laughs> vat of beer. It has to be multiplied nope. in a petri dish. Nope. They're not There's doing any of that. A lot of work that goes into it. So who knows what a a no. uh, handcrafted no. vagina beer cost you on the open market. No, she's probably fucking just throwing her pubes in there. <laughs> and then they get a fishnet to skim <laughs> oh, off the pubes. Stop it. See, you're making it sound gross. It is gross. Not gross. It's the essence. Absolutely gross. The essence of your favorite internet celebrity Ugh. can be in your beer. What more could you ask what for? The essence of my boxer shorts in your beer. See, Garmin Gravy's looking better and better. <laughs> be flying off the shelves. <laughs> Maybe I should get fake boobs so Maybe. I can start selling my Garmin gravy. <laughs> so there you go. Boy, guys are dumb, aren't they? Guys are the worst. They'll just buy anything. Fucking who do you think the guy is who's waiting patiently by the mailbox Fucking for twisted, his jar of bathwater to twisted arrive? Twisted incels, man. Oh, twisted, man. gross incels. Just That's all it is. Weird, Can't be anything else. In the words of the late, great Johnny Carson, a weird, weird stuff. Ugh. Out there in the world right Awful. now. That's sex in the news. Sex in the news. You wouldn't drink the bathwater of a really hot no. chick, any pens? No. Like, oh, man. No. That's a, that was an old saying we used to have back in the day. Like, oh, look at her. I drink I'd her. I drink her bathwater. No. Yeah. Because you're not drinking her. You're drinking the filth that was on her body. Mm, sometimes filth. No. Sometimes filth. Sometimes, no, sometimes not filth. <laughs> Maybe all the times not filth. Let's never fill. What if she showers first and then gets in the bath? Why am I drinking someone's bath water? Because it's her essence. It's been surrounding her body. And who's cleaned the bath? How many times has the bathtub been cleaned? Is this a brand new bathtub? You're just how gross is the drain? So neurotic. There's so many things. Overthinking this. I'm not. What about the the sensuality? There's no sensuality in drinking a beautiful woman's bath water. Come on. What about no? What happened to capturing her fart in a jar? No, that's that's I don't want to smell clean. no farts. I'm not a fart smeller. <laughs> I'm not. Did you ever think you'd have to declare that I, about yourself? I have to declare it. in a public forum. It's it's my pronoun. Yes, I'm not a fart smeller. <laughs> Identifies as right. non-fart smeller. That's my pronoun. It is indeed. All right, let's turn our attention to people who have a lot more sense than the people who are buying other people's bathwater. That's the Garmy members. We love it when you reach out to us and leave your voicemail messages on the Ralph Report hotline 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's available to you. Let's say you get a thought, a feeling, a question, a comment, something that's just burning in your noggin, and you got to get it out. Well, pick up the phone. Dial 1-833. Then... Then the magic happens. Mm. After the beep, you're on. Let us know what's on your mind and know that I will hear you because I listen to every voicemail message 
And then I grab a handful to catch my attention, and they go here in Garmy on the line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Rob's going to play your calls now. Let's see what's on your mind. If you're a reasonably hot woman in America, yeah. you can make money if you're willing to do fairly degrading things. Yes, you can. I mean, the internet has opened that up to everybody. Yes, if yeah. you're just willing to show show your body if, yeah. or uh, which is a, fine if you're willing your to do that. Water. There's a there's a there's a consumer market out there for that. But it's exclusive to women who look a certain way. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's not available to all of us. No. You and I could not sell our I bath water. I could. <laughs> but, I mean... It'd be sitting on the shelf for a long time. I'm not going to make a lot. I don't know how many orders are going to go through. I'm not going to take up a lot of space in the warehouse. But it's a weird phenomenon that there are men who are so desperate to connect with a pretty girl yeah. that they will put themselves at a financial disadvantage... For dumb, dumb yeah. things. And it's so easy now. And we've become such an isolated society because it's so, because of the internet and which makes everything else so accessible to buy bath water from someone you've seen on the internet. It's crazy. Whatever happened just looking at pictures of pretty girls? I don't know. Just that and playing with yourself yeah. and then moving on with your life. Right. That's how we make the Garmin gravy down at the factory. <laughs> the old pump and dump, as we called it. Down the factory on the assembly line. <laughs> it's a long day's work, by the way, I gotta tell you. All right, here's our first call. Yesterday, our happy hit was the late, great Leonard Nimoy singing If I Had a Hammer. Yeah. It was a beautiful it rendition. It got so patriotic good. there at the end. <laughs> oh, I was moved. So was this caller. We all love the cover that you just played by Leonard Nimoy, If I Had a Hammer, the Hammer song. Can you please play his partner's version of that song? Can you play Captain Kirk's version if I Had a Hammer by William Shatner. Mm. I know you have it there, Ralph. LMB. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Um, I went online to see, because Shat has like a dozen albums now. Sure, sure. I sure. thought maybe he did a cover of If I Had a Hammer. Right. Nowhere to be found. Oh. But then I remembered. Oh, I got your buddy. I got my buddy. That's right, I got, you got the your contact buddy. I forgot about down guy. at the recording studio right. where Shatner records all his stuff. Right. And he's got all the outtakes. All the unreleased stuff. And he, you know. he like prints. That's <laughs> right. It's in the vault. <laughs> And you know, I can't say who it is because I don't want to. Uh, no, I don't want to endanger the first of all the relationship you I have burn with him. That contact, but I sure. don't want to uh, threaten his job either. Right, if, if this gets out, you know, he could be in trouble. Yeah. So I said, look through the vault. Would you see if you can find "If I Had a Hammer" by William Shatner? Mm -hmm. And what do you know? Wow. What are the odds? What are the odds? If I Had a Hammer, the great folk song done, of course, by Peter, Paul, and Mary. Trini Lopez did a famous version. Yeah. yeah. Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. William Shatner took a stab at it sure too. He did. Here it is. I had a hammer, I'd hammer in the morning, I'd hammer in the evening, all over this land, I'd hammer out danger, I'd hammer out a warning, I'd hammer out love between my brothers and my sisters, all over this land. If I had a bell, I'd ring it in the morning. I'd ring it in the evening. All over this land, I'd 
ring out danger. I'd ring out a warning. I'd ring out love between my brothers and my sisters all over this land. Different take. Different take. That might be my favorite version but of But still, song, yeah. powerful. Yeah. Powerful stuff. I can't believe he didn't release that. I should have. And speaking of music, of course, every episode, we play upbeat music for you. Excuse me. Joke, choking on some of that Garmin gravy. Oh, you taste test every bottle. Absolutely. Huh? Quality control. I don't let any bottle leave the factory that I wouldn't eat myself. That's, that's a promise. That's a long morning. Dickie, every morning. Dickie LaRue and me. Um, happy hit songs to make your day a little bit brighter. We've been doing covers. We're going to keep with it. Melrose called in. She had a request. Eddie, you're going to like this one. Okay. It's a metal version of Ooh, the song. Yeah, Melrose. Hi, Ralph, Eddie, Queen J, Melrose from the OC, calling in for a couple of different reasons. First off, congrats once again on the engagement. Thank you. So excited and happy for you guys. I'm glad we got to share the excitement with you at the live show. Second, I know you don't do birthday shout outs, but happy birthday, Ralph. I try and reach out every year since our birthdays are so close together. Mine is the day before yours. So cheers to birthdays. And lastly, happy hit cover theme recommendation. You spin me round by dope. Shout out to Mike from Chino. Had the pleasure of meeting him on Saturday. Next time, don't be so shy and come chat more with the Garby gang. Hmm. LMB. Sounds like a little fishing expedition Ooh. there from Melrose. <laughs> um, thank you so much for the birthday wishes. I wish I could do the same for you, right, but, but we don't. We don't do policy. We don't do birthday shoutouts here. Uh, Dope is the name of the band, a heavy metal band out of New York City. The song "You Spin Me Round" we all know is the classic dance hit from the eighties. Mm -hmm. Spin me round, right, round, right. baby, round, right, round, like a record, baby. Right. Round. I love that song. I so do I. What would it sound like if it was a metal version, Eddie? Mm. I think it would sound a little something like this. Slaps, dude. Nice version. That's awesome. I dug it. I like that. Thanks to everybody who called in today. You too can be featured in the Garmy on the Line segment, but it can't happen unless you don't call me. Call me 
All right, now it's time to take a look at folks who left us on this day, November 15th, throughout history. A lot of uh, heavy hitters, nope. as we say in the business. Ah! Oh, not, <laughs> the, goose not the button at oh. all. <laughs> Ow. Folks that you will remember, some you'll be happy to meet as we look at Hello, Death. The metal cover just inspired oh. me to uh, play the metal version. I liked it. Hello, Dad. Thank you. 1630, on this day, Johannes Kepler passed away, sadly. You're familiar with Johannes Kepler's work? Oh, was he the guy who invented the, uh, the, the, the matchbox uh, mousetrap? <laughs> was that him? For really small mice? Yeah. Well, baby mice. No, he was a German astronomer, Eddie Pence. When, okay, what did he He discovered what he the at? laws of planetary motion. Oh, he so he, went from there to there. He was able to describe how right. planets orbit around the sun mm. in 1609 when everyone else didn't know what the hell was working and how it worked. Right. He gave us the law so we know why and how the orbits of the planets around our sun are what they are. Okay. And no, nothing, important stuff. No, we didn't learn anything past that. So what he discovered we, no, then. His laws were the basis, basis of all the other work that came okay. afterwards. Right. It's a pretty important deal. We'll see. Right there. 1892, Thomas Neal Cream, Dr. Cream. Dr. Cream. <laughs> yes. That's our competitor in the gravy business. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. I'm very, very bitter rivals. <laughs> no, he was a Scottish-Canadian serial killer in the UK. Oh, Dr. Cream. Yes, he used to poison his patients with strychnine. Oh. And he primarily targeted young women, as well, they always serial do. killers always Did do. he put it in his cream? He was executed uh, this, on this day at the age of 42. Good. Good. The Lambeth Poisoner, as he was known. Oh, that's a terrible name. <laughs> that's the where it's the part of London right. where he worked. Lambeth. The Lambeth so, Poisoner. With a name like Dr. Cream? They didn't they didn't capitalize Come on. Come on, it. man. It was a popular soda it's at the time. It's all about branding. They didn't want to confuse people. Nineteen fifty-four. <laughs> Lionel Barrymore. Oh, one of the Barrymores. American actor. Died at the age of seventy-six on this day. Is that Potter? Yes, yes, George Bailey. It is, it is, Mr. Potter. Miserable little clerk crawling in here on your hands and knees and begging for help. No securities, no stocks, no bonds, nothing but a miserable little $500 equity and a life insurance policy. <laughs> You're worth more dead than alive. Yes, George, you <laughs> weasel. You once called me a Diswisted old man. <laughs> you should dress up like that for Halloween next year and just roll up in a wheelchair at the front door and just yell at children <laughs> instead of giving you them You come here asking me for candy. <laughs> you have no collateral for a loan. You're worth more dead than you alive. twisted little children. <laughs> That'd be the best. Be like, who is that? Who's that <laughs> character? We dress up as Mr. Potter for Halloween. Mr. Potter, Lionel Barrymore's performance as Mr. Potter. Do you remember the old cartoon Underdog? Yeah. 
Underdog had his arch nemesis, Simon Bar Sinister, mm-hmm. who was always inventing like evil plans and stuff. Yeah. The guy who did the voice for Simon Bar Sinister is doing an impression of Lionel Barrymore oh, okay. that, as Mr. Potter. Here's a little bit from Underdog. <laughs> oh, this discovery will make me the biggest man in the world. Pure, distilled, shrinking water. Think of it. Everyone on Earth will be the size of my thumb. I will be the biggest man in the world. So when I was a kid, I saw It's a Wonderful Life, and I said, that guy's doing an impression of Simon Bar Sinister from Underdog. I had no idea how the world worked when I was little. Uh, speaking of actors, Tyrone Power, great American actor. At one time, he was uh, the, the heartthrob of the nation. You don't hear much about him anymore. Ooh, why, why, why His star has faded, as they say. What was he in? Uh, the Mark of Zorro. He was the original, like, big Zorro. Gotcha. Douglas Fairbanks did a version of it, too, but he did... Uh, he did an impressive version. 1958, he passed away on this day. Margaret Mead, American anthropologist, passed away on this day in 1978. She was very um, inspirational to the sexual revolution in the 1960s mm. because she would go on and look uh, look around the world at the sex, the attitudes towards sex and nudity in other cultures, and she came back with reports saying. It's not like it is here in the United States. Uh, hmm. People have different views about right. how sexuality and nudity should be treated. Yeah, we're, they're not all little children like here in the United States, where we snicker and hide and shame everybody. And about shame everybody. So she was very inspirational. Hmm. Uh, Nineteen eighty-one, Enid Markey died, American actress at the age of eighty-five. Her claim to fame was she was the very first actress to play Jane hmm. in a Tarzan movie. Okay, back in nineteen eighteen. She was in the very first Tarzan movie called Tarzan of the Apes, starring Elmo Lincoln. Elmo as Lincoln. Tar- as Tarzan. Sounds he was the first actor ever to play Tarzan. Sounds like a stud. 1993, Evelyn Venable, American model and actress, passed away. Um, yeah. Uh, What'd she do? You know, the reason people know her, mm-hmm. she was not that famous an actress or model, but you saw her for decades at the beginning of every Columbia Pictures Oh, she's the one holding movie. up the torch She was the original model for the Columbia oh. Pictures torch holder, yes. Wow, she's playing more movies than anybody. Right. No one knows who exactly. she is. She passed away at the age of 80 on this day in 1993. Uh, 1994, James W. Watts, American neurosurgeon, who developed the frontal lobotomy, died uh, on this day at 90. an effective treatment. It is very attra- yeah. effective, yes. Uh, giving birth to my favorite phrase, I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. <laughs> Get that on a T-shirt. <laughs> Speedy West died on this day in 2003. Ah, Speedy, we miss you. Uh, one of the great all-time steel guitarists is in the Country Music Hall of Fame for his steel guitar work. <laughs> is that <laughs> i want that music playing just when i walk down the street you could make that happen i guess but i want it to like occur naturally in nature that can't happen why you have to make it happen 
2005, Preston Tisch passed away, co-owner of the New York Giants. Okay. Probably better he didn't live to see this season. Oh. Now that I'm thinking about it. It's a bad season. 2015, P.F. Sloan, singer, songwriter, and member of the Wrecking Crew. You know how I feel about the Wrecking Crew. (laughs) Oh, the best... Goddamn session musicians. Goddamn Zeppelin and just fucking see, take your chances. In the history of recorded music. (laughs) I love him. Uh, Wrote a lot of songs for a lot of artists who had big hits. The Searchers, Jan and Dean, Herman's Hermits, Johnny Rivers, The Grassroots, The Turtles, The Mamas and the Papas. His biggest hit, however, the number one that he got with Barry Maguire, the protest song about the Vietnam War called Eve of Destruction. But you tell me. One take. That song was done in one take. Was it? And the the tape got leaked out of the recording studio and was being played on Los Angeles radio stations the day after they recorded it. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's nuts. Uh, the guy who was one of the guys working in the studio heard it driving into work the next day. <laughs> We're not even done. <laughs> and he's like, that was a like a rough one take. Wow. We haven't even mastered that yet. And they called the radio station. They said, you got to pull that. That's not, that hasn't been released. And they're like, it's the number one most requested song on the air right now. We're not pulling it. You can make another one if you want, but we're, we're keeping this tape and we're playing it. There's something about that unfinished sound that I think makes I it work. Uh, speaking of music, Roy Clark. Remember Hee Haw? Oh, I loved Hee Haw. One the, I fucking loved Hee Haw. You, was your family Hee-haw's just country a, bumpkins? They were. They absolutely were. <laughs> We used to, and it's remarkable I've come this far. We couldn't turn the channel fast enough oh, when Hee Haw would come on in Philadelphia. I'd watch the Mandrell Sisters. I'd watch Hee Haw, Dukes of Hazard. My God, you're mm. just a redneck. You remember the Mandrell Sisters? That's a great show. I do. Show. I remember the the, the the Mandrell Sisters variety show. Right. I watched yeah. that Hee Haw, all that shit. My God, I fucking ate it up. Did you just have like a just a piece of haze hanging Dude. out of your mouth? <laughs> Did you walk around barefoot with a straw hat? No, I... I, I like Huck Finn I growing up? I evolved past that. Yeah. I still... I cherish my roots, but I evolved past that. Roy Clark not only was the host of Hee Haw, it's probably his biggest claim to fame, but he is known as one of the greatest guitarist, banjo players, and session musicians in all of country music. Mm. Had some crossover hits as well, including this one. Yesterday, when I was young... The taste of life was sweet as rain upon my tongue. I teased at life as if it were a foolish game. The way the evening breeze may tease a candle flame. Pretty song. Yeah. Um, I always thought he seemed like a really nice guy. Was he a dick? I don't know. Oh. But I, wanted, but I thought you were going to set it up like he was a dick. Because he was not just on Hee Haw. He, he would sit in for Carson sometimes. Yeah, he was pretty fa- He was I mean, pretty He was around. Famous, yes. And I said, he seems like a jolly man. He probably was. Sure he was. Horrible. He wasn't horrible. He, he, was probably was, he was probably horrible. Fucking Grand Old Opry and Mini Pearl. All oh that shit. God. Man. Now you know we did. Why am I? I don't the, know. Why are you taking pictures? took a picture of me with my Mini Pearl hat on. Now, you know what we do? We find someone who passed away on this day who's connect- got a food connected oh, to him. okay. And we run it past Daddy Pence to see if he's willing to eat that food. Or maybe just stick it up his ass and pull it out. <coughs> Only mm. one way to find out. We'll talk about the food and pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. 
The reels go round and round, and when they stop, if they all line up... Jackpot. That means Eddie is eating that food. If they're mismatched, <laughs> he's not going to go no. for it. I got to say, the uh, eat-to-not-eat ratio has not been good lately. You've just well, been turning stuff down something like pickles, right. knowing it's 100% no. I am handcuffed by the holidays that. I'm given. But I understand that. I had but guacamole you... or pickles to choose from. Both of from. those, you I know, know. Either one. Are hard nose. So... All right, on this day in 1967, Elmer McCollum died. Okay. Elmer McCollum was a brilliant chemist who discovered the vitamins A, B, and D. That's all. Uh That's all he did. Fuck off C. (laughs) I think Linus Pauling was the big C guy. That was the big one. He was the big C guy. He did A, B, and D, but he was also the originator of the letter system for naming vitamins. The reason we call these what we do is well, then he should have named D, C, and then had A, B, C. I don't think he got around to C. Mm, Okay, Uh, A, B, and D, and we were just talking about D yesterday because we were talking about diabetes, and one of the causes of diabetes is having uh, a deficiency of vitamin D. So I looked at what is the most potent way you can eat something to get vitamin D into your diet, okay. Eddie Pence. And I'm happy to announce it's yeah. cod liver oil. Cod liver oil, a popular supplement that you can get half of all the daily recommended amount of vitamin D with one teaspoon of cod liver oil. It has been consumed by human beings for dec- nay, centuries <laughs> The, the Scandinavian Vikings of course it was them. produced cod liver oil. Of course it was them. They would lay birch tree branches over a kettle of water. Sounds gross. And then the fresh livers from the cod would be laid over the branches. The water would be bought to a, brought to a boil. How big is a cod liver? And steam the rose, and the, the steam rose from the oh. pot. The steamed rose? <laughs> There's, no roses were harmed in the making of cod liver oil. The steam rose, uh-huh. and the oil from the livers would drip off into the water, and then they would skim the oil off the top of the water and put it in a bottle, and that's how they originally made cod liver such oil. Such a complicated process. In the, rev- in the Industrial Revolution, cod liver oil became popular for industrial purposes, so they would place the livers in a barrel to just to rot, oh. and then the oil oh. would rise to the top, and they would be skimmed and uh, then bottled for you. So no one wanted to just squeeze the liver to speed this process up. You could also grind the liver right. into a slurry, and then the smelly then, barrel sitting then, around your house. Then you simmer the slurry until the oil separates from the liver and rises to the top. There's a lot of ways you can make uh, cod liver oil, but they the all key seem is smelly. they're all so good and so good for you as i mentioned one teaspoon can give you half of all the vitamin d you need so you take two teaspoons on a daily basis so i would done. recommend take two teaspoons that's that's, now, is that's it doing a, some math right there is, is it a pill <laughs> you're good well is it a pill form uh, or do i have to take the actual teaspoon i think we're going to pour it into a spoon and you you're, you're going to get the raw cod liver oil instead of the processed gelatin capsule version the, the of it okay. no it's just not the same I thing i just have to know how you it's, need the cod liver oil in the its delivery system truest, is what i was i think we're going to go scandinavian viking on this one we're going to get a pot a cauldron and we're going to get some livers and put them on some branches and make our own let's see if that's something eddie pence would like let's pull that handle for some cod liver oil one spoon, two spoons, three. Oh, that sounds so smelly. No, it's so, fine. No, you mean no. It's that sounds smelly as fuck. It's you're not eating the fish. It's just you're the eating liver, the oil of the, the fish. Liver, the oil of the liver. If of you the can fish. put it into a pill, a gelatin cap, and I can swallow it, 
But I'm not going to let that coat my tongue. Oh, it's good for you, too. No, Probably, it's not yeah. good for you good for that your, way. Good for your pipes. No, just get it down there. Lubricate, just get it down. Lubricate your pipes. But then the problem is you take the gelatin cap. Once the gelatin cap dissolves in your tongue, you get fish burps all day. Again, and I don't think it's nearly as fishy as you would think. Mm. Cod oil liver? But it's the, it's the organ. It's not right. like the, it's well, not the scales it's or the meat. It's been in the water anything. the whole time, <laughs> along take, with the rest of the cod. We take it out. It smells smelly. It's just nuts. really smelly. No, it's good. Vitamin D. You want to get it? You they wanna... have vitamin D supplements. Yeah, it's not I'll just the same. take those. It's not the same. It is the I same. I don't think you're getting half. I don't think you're getting half. Oh, your then daily... I'll take uh, a thousand. Whatever. <laughs> take a thousand I'll take a thousand pills. vitamin Ds or whatever it takes to not drink raw fish oil. Because <sighs> I had fish sauce and that was disgusting. You didn't like the fish sauce. No. That's true. That's it for today's Hello, Death. Hello. Death. You're dead now, so shut up. I think they've refined it now, so they 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 filter it, you know, well, so it's a lot cleaner tasting than the original. Tracy takes a vitamin D supplement every day because okay. the people with MS have a low uh, vitamin D deficiency. I didn't know that. So they need to up their vitamin D because it helps battle the uh, symptoms of MS. So. See? So she's always on the vitamin D. I am not because I don't want the fish burps. But you have to go. Uh, you have to go out in the sun tremendously in order to get the same right. amount of vitamin D, and then you get skin cancer and stuff and everything. So sure. you got to take your D. <laughs> take the D. Eddie. I don't want to take the D. Take the D. You take the D. I do take the D. I'm also on a daily vitamin are D you? supplement. I am. Are you yes. D deficient? I am uh, slightly D. Well, deficient. I think most of us are. My doctor said you should take a D. You, you should, should take, take the a, D. Take the D. So what are you going to do? <laughs> the doctor recommends it. Oh, yeah. Of course, he was giving me a proctology exam at the time, so I don't know what exactly he was Hands talking about. Hands-free? I don't know. I'm not an owl. My head can't turn around that far. I don't know what was going on Talk, back there. Why are you high-fiving He's yourself? He's a professional. I'm letting him do his job. <laughs> hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are... Why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday? For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. All right, now it's time for all the entertainment news in a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Oh, no. What? CBS has announced after seven seasons, Young Sheldon has been canceled. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no I thought that was a hit. It is a hit. Is it? Seven long? years on, sh- on, a, on television? How long was Big Bang Theory on? Oh, uh, like... 11 or something hmm. but still uh, okay. seven years of young well, i guess he can't still be young after seven years now the guy who plays him ian armitage now looks like he's he's gonna catch up with sheldon he's gonna old sheldon he's gonna yeah he looks older than old sheldon now <laughs> but oh how am i gonna not never watch young sheldon again if they don't keep it on the air <laughs> ever seen one episode of young sheldon i never seen an episode of big bang theory so what the what? I never watched it. Even accidentally? No. Well, I there'd be like I'd be on for a minute. I'm like, oh, oh, that's that, and I'd leave. I've stumbled across it and I've watched it. It was amusing. It was fine. I never sat through it. I'd always it would be something you'd pass along as you're changing the channel. But uh, 
I've the world's evolved since then, so I can avoid young Sheldon completely. <laughs> but I'm sure there are people who are I'm sure there are. sad about it. Hey, we were talking about OnlyFans at the top of the show yeah. with uh, Amaranth. Sure, Amaranth. Uh, you know who else is in the news? Who? You remember uh, Danielle Brigoli? Hmm. Maybe you know Sounds her familiar. best by her rapping name, uh, Bad Bad Barbie, Bad Baby, Bad Baby, Bad Baby, Bad Baby, Bad Barbie Baby, Bad Baby 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 Baby. Oh, yeah, you know her. No, she, you know her. What did she sing? She does. Well, I don't know what she sings. She's what? had some hits. Bad Barbie Baby, but Bad Baby, Bad Baby is probably better known to you As? by her. Her superhero name. What's her superhero name? She's the Cash Me Outside oh, girl. Oh, Cash Me Outside. Cash Me Outside. Oh. How about that? Remember her from Dr. Yes, Phil? Yes, I do remember her. I yes. didn't know she had another name. I thought she was the Cash Me Outside girl. She was, and then she was Danielle Brigoli, and now her rap name is Bad Baby. Mm. And she's also on OnlyFans. She joined when she turned 18. Oh, yeah, I remember that story. And there was a big story yeah, about yeah, yeah. that. Uh, her first month of joining the platform. She turns 18, she goes on OnlyFans. In 30 calendar days, what do you think she makes? She made like a million dollars, I'm like, did mm, And a little bit more. Two million? Eh, a little bit higher <laughs> than that. Stop it. A little bit, a little bit. I'm gonna. $18 million. Oh, God damn it. Her first month. Oh my God. Well, she just <clears throat> released her, uh, her earnings for the past six months. Now, she couldn't keep up at that pace, as you no, can imagine. No, no one could. Uh, she released her earnings from the past eight months. Okay. She's 20 years old now. She earned $38.6 million over the past eight months on OnlyFans. What human beings are spending their hard-earned money on that? I wish I knew. I wish I could tap into that level of stupidity because I would sell those people everything. <laughs> just 5% of that stupidity would set you up for life. If I could find the dumb people who are just so eager to part with their money. That's the problem is you podcast the smart people. I know. That's the problem. All our all our people are smart. <laughs> we need dumb With people. their dollars, too. <laughs> so they, you really have to earn it with those right? people. The dumb people, you can just take just it from them. Just fucking they throw it at them. You just oh. sell them a jar of farts <laughs> Bath and boom, water. you're rich. Garmin gravy. Speaking of parting with your money, Prince fans are lining up Big auction going on this week for what in Boston for uh, Prince iconic memorabilia, oh, okay. including the famous white ruffled blouse he wore at the American Music Awards in 1985 while performing Purple Rain. That's starting at fifteen thousand dollars for that shirt. Oh, that's probably gonna go way over. I, I believe imagine. it will. Uh, some costumes from Under the Cherry Moon, his less successful second film, going for uh, anywhere between twenty-five and forty-five thousand dollars. One of his guitars that he played. This blows my mind. There's a pair of high-heeled boots. Mm -hmm. Blue high-heeled boots he wore on stage. $20,000 starting bid. An actual guitar that he played. A Schecter Cloud guitar. $4,000. That makes no sense. That's it backwards. Makes no sense at That's all. That's backwards. The musical instruments go for such a reasonable but amount. But the wardrobe. The wardrobe goes through the roof. So if you're interested, it's called RR Auctions of Boston this week. They have an online division if you want to yeah. bid on some prints. You dress stuff. up a doll. <laughs> it's true. Because he was tiny. You, would, if you wouldn't fit in them. Get some for gritty over here. <laughs> That's right. Put him a little ruffled shirt. You could put the baby secret in one of his, <laughs> in one of his flouncy blouses. Do you still have that doll, by the way? I do have that doll, and I have to get rid of it. Because it's creeping me out and putting weird energy in the house. But it was it would belong to a Garmy member. It did, and I, we, we've you been in contact. You got to return that well, to them, he, you know. He he texts me here. He messaged me on Facebook. He's like, "Hey, uh, hey, you, you have my doll. doll?" And I was like, "Yeah, let me. I, how can I get it back to you?" Right. And he's like, "Oh, we'll see each other." 
Like that's creepy. Like I now I'm, there's a tracking device. Baby secret's gonna arrange baby, it. Baby secret is spilling secrets. I know where Eddie lives. So I gotta get the thing out of the house because it's creeped me the fuck out. Yeah, it's spooky. And finally, the other members of the Friends cast are starting to uh, release individual statements about the loss of their friend Matthew Perry. Courtney Cox over on Instagram posted an outtake from one of their famous episodes where Chandler and Monica were found in bed together when they were over there oh, yeah. in England. Yeah, yeah. And then Matt LeBlanc penned a very touching tribute to his pal. He said, Matthew, it is with a heavy heart I say goodbye. The times we had together are honestly among the favorite times of my life. It was an honor to share the stage with you and to call you my friend. I always smile when I think of you and I'll never forget you. Never. Spread your wings and fly, brother. You're finally free. Much love. And then perfectly he ended the statement with, and I guess you're keeping the 20 bucks you owe me, he said, <laughs> as a uh, parting joke. So Let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on November 15th. Singer Chad Kroger of the much maligned Nickelback is 49 years old today. When this is how you remind me of what I really am. This is how you remind me of what I really am. Sam Waterston from Law & Order is 83 years old. Actor Bob Gunton, who was so good in Shawshank Redemption as the warden of oh, that yeah. prison. Yeah, yeah. 78 today. Singer Petula Clark is 91. When you're alone and life is making you lonely you can always go downtown when you've got worries all the noise and the hurry seems to help i know downtown beverly d'angelo of course star of the national lampoon vacation movies alongside chevy chase is 72 comedian judy gold is 61 did you ever work with judy gold the stand-up comedian uh big tall judy gold i never were i knew her i've seen her but i never actually worked with her yeah, yeah. Actor-director James Widows is 70. He became a very successful director, but he started his career as an actor. Back when he was Jamie Widows, he starred as Hoover, the president of the Delta House in Animal House. Oh, yeah. Uh, I state your name. I state your name. <laughs> Do hereby pledge allegiance to the frat. Do hereby pledge allegiance to the frat. Uh, with liberty and fraternity for all. Amen. Yeah. Gotta watch that movie again. It's been too long. Johnny Lee Miller, actor from Elementary, and Eli Stone is 51. Shailene Woodley is 32. And singer Anafrid Lingstad, better known as one of the A's of ABBA, is 78. That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. Now, as we do every Wednesday, we're going to take a look at a smash hit song and the artists behind that song who were never quite able to replicate that level of success again, making them one-hit wonders. It's a one-hit wonder! One-hit wonder! One-hit wonders. It's a very common tale. 
Helen from Lansing, Michigan writes in, I was re-watching Saturday Night Fever the other night, and I realized many of the non-BG songs on that soundtrack must be considered one-hit wonders. Can you do a deep dive on my favorite dance song from the movie Disco Inferno? Helen from Michigan. Of course I can, Helen. Disco Inferno is one of my favorites from the soundtrack of that classic film as well. The Tramps are a band that had been together since the 1960s. The Tramps started out as the Volcanoes, as an R&B group called the Volcanoes. Then they changed their name to the Moods. And then in the 1970s, after a number of lineup changes, they announced their new name, The Tramps, and became a dance band. Now, you have to remember, disco was pretty much the precursor to all the music we consider dance music now today, which is a massive genre. Disco at the time was fighting with the rest of the um, pop, rock, and R&B songs for a place on the charts. So they didn't get usually the same exposure or success. A dance record didn't usually do as well as a uh, a song, for example. This was the case with Disco Inferno, which was released as a single in 1976. The song itself was inspired by the movie The Towering Inferno. One of the band's members said, what if the the giant building was on fire with music, (laughs) I guess? Uh, They released it. It did pretty well on the dance charts, but it only peaked at number 53 on the Billboard Hot 100. Some radio stations, in fact, refused to play it because of the lyrics, Burn, Baby, Burn. They thought an African-American group singing the lyrics, Burn, Baby, Burn, was a little too provocative. You don't want to spark any violence, Eddie Pence. (laughs) People burning the city down because of a disco song. So the song went up the charts and then went away. However, it was chosen to be placed in the movie Saturday Night Fever, and when it appeared on the soundtrack in 1977, they released the album's 11-minute dance version oh my God. On, the, on the album. Now, everyone loved that movie, loved the soundtrack, and so Atlantic Records decided to re-release the single version of Disco Inferno, and in 1978, it flew up the charts, cracking the top 10 in the United States, making it the Tramps' biggest Biggest single ever. Here it is from the soundtrack of Saturday Night Fever, the classic Disco Inferno by the Tramps.
Burn the mother down. Mm, burn it down. The Ralph Report. Burn the mother down. <laughs> the song was covered by Tina Turner in 1993 on her What's Love Got to Do With It album, which is kind of awesome. And then Cindy Lauper covered it in 1998 for the Night at the Roxbury soundtrack for oh, that movie. Yeah. The awful film starring Will movie. Ferrell. It's awful. A lamp store. It's, it's, the, it's a goddamn crime store. against cinema. It's, it's a pretty funny movie. The soundtrack is just as bad as the movie. It's better. Cindy Lauper's version is not good. <laughs> I want you all to know Eddie was moving his head to I the was, side dude. just like the brothers do in that sketch turned into a laborious, unwatchable feature film. You see right through me, Richard Grieco. My God. <laughs> the song had a resurgence in 2016 on the campaign trail of all places. I did it. In, 19, in 2016, Bernie Sanders was running for oh, president. Oh, yeah, that's right. And his campaign song was Burn, Baby, Burn from... Disco Inferno. So it all came around. B-E-R-N. Got it. Not B-U-R-N. No, we don't want to burn it. No, we don't. No. So there you go. The Tramps, Disco Inferno, today's One Hit Wonder. It's the One Hit Wonder. One Hit Wonder. One Hit Wonders. It's a very common tale. Thanks so much for hanging out with us, kids. That's today's show. Come on back and join us tomorrow. Thursdays are always fun because we take a look at human sexuality at Ralph Sex University. Mm -hmm. Speaking of tomorrow, tomorrow night, Thursday oh, night, yes. is the night the four-star generals are invited to join us here in the Batcave and watch us record the Ralph Report live. Ooh. So just click on that link. It'll take you to Crowdcast. You can sign up and then join us here in the Batcave, all you four-stars. Everybody, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Show's not as good unless you're here, so please take care of yourselves. Stay good in the hood. Because life is life. And we want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. Burn that mother down <laughs> till tomorrow. Please remember and never forget, I love you. I mean it. Bye. Ha-ha, so ha I got it. Ha-ha, bye-bye. Think a better dance now. Bye, Menon. Fuck off. Fuck off.